that time y'all what's up america good morning december 16th 2020 i'm your host how you doing emos the witness episode four of the phil show correction episode five of the phil show we here man we making some progress five episodes in of the phil show f-i-l-l stand for what the fuck i look like right we bring you a new show live on Way One Media downtown on Capitol Street. Come down and get you a show. You can catch me here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 10 to 11 a.m. Yo, Malik, let's cut that music off, man. Let's get in with that, some of that background. Let's get into the news. Let's get into the politics. But first, let me um, kind of dive into what you know. First of all, let's get that, that subscribe button. Hit that YouTube. I like my page. Notification bar for stats and updates. Again, you can catch me live again on Way One Media. 10 to 11 a.m. We started a little late today because of the weather. Uh, we had to get ourselves together. As you know, it's snowing now. We got a little bit of snow this winter season here on December 16th here in the Midwest. How many of y'all woke up with snow all over your, your car today? Huh? How many of y'all woke up and had to get them cold ankles? Huh? Get that get that scrubber out and scrape that snow off those, those windows. And yeah, old man winter is finally here. It's official. Oh, uh, yeah. Gotta get up a little bit earlier every morning. But anyway, like I told you, this is a fresh, hot news show, fresh new podcast, bringing you a fresh perspective, kind of a taboo perspective, outside of us thinking about political politics and corruption in this in this country. Like I said, I'm your host, Emos the Witness, and I decided to come out here today and voice my opinion about what's been going on in the world the last four years. Frankly, it's been pretty disgusting, in my opinion. So we need fresh voices, fresh faces. Although if you walk past Market Street right now, you won't be able to see my face. Cause I got a mask on. If you're tuning in live on YouTube, you see this little stormtrooper mask is for a reason. Cause the world is cold. It's hard to speak your mind nowadays, right? So let me be that voice, let me be that witness. Listen, I'm just a messenger, okay? You have to tell me how I got to this point, right? How do my views get to the to the to the way they are? How did your views get to the way you are? To where you are? Right? You read headlines, you get told this and that. You get hit with the spin, the mistruths, the half truths, the dishonesty. You don't know which way's up, which way's down. So now let me be your host, let me be your guide. I'm witness emos. How you doing out there? And I'm gonna bring you the hot news, the fresh news, the news you don't hear about. And we're gonna see who's percolating and who's peculating, who's feeding us crap. And who's telling us the truth? Who's in our corner? Because although we have these various groups, from business to media to politics, from Democrats to Republicans, there's good and bad in each side. These cast and characters aren't who you think they are. So we're going to dive into that. We're going to—I'm currently formatting a, a way in which we can not only review the last four years of this Trump administration, but we also dive into what happened this election season. How can we get down and figure out what happened with the voter integrity? How can we continue to protect the Constitution? How can we eradicate these these uh, rogue judges, right, on both sides? Look, I don't I don't want to sit here and, and 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 be someone who is impartial to one party. I'm really sitting here to be I'm really here to sit here to be a referee. I'm sitting here to be, you know, just a neutral guide to calm our minds because 2020 has been hectic. And this is a long intro, and it's necessary, because this is episode five 
of the Phil Show. Emos the Witness come down to Wave One Radio or Wave One Media. Check out my man Wyatt and Malik, the two hardest working men in the Midwest. Even in the winter, even in the snow, we come on out to serve the public. Give you guys the news as it should be. Fair, balanced, authentic, thorough, detailed, in-depth. When was the last time you heard anything about sports or, or, or foreign policy? What the hell's going on in the world? We've been stuck with this COVID, just see these election results. Some of y'all are tired of hearing all of it, but you got to hear it because it's very important. So let me deliver it to you. Let's get into the news right quick. Like I said, hit that subscribe button, YouTube. Catch me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Website's coming soon. You'll catch blogs and commentary, hot political perspectives, viewpoints that you just may not agree with. But whether you disagree or not, we're going to dive through with the truth and find the truth together. You might change me up. You might change my opinion. And that's what it's all about. I'm open-minded. I can take criticism. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong, I'll tell you. Don't you wish you got the same thing from your Congress? Is that a bullshit? Me wants to win the job, so let's get into the news. COVID. So I guess you guys know Pfizer has uh, released their recent COVID vaccine this past Monday. Looks like. Um, Moderna's on the way. First dose is about 184,275 vials were released on Monday. Another 390,000 released on Tuesday, and the first round of distributions will be completed by today. That sounds like good news, optimism. Look at that. The goal of the administration, current administration, is to have 4 million doses by the end of 2020, 100 million people vaccinated by the end of the first quarter of 2021. Oh, first people to receive, of course, to be healthcare workers and the elderly. Um, and that's another goal by the end of this year is to have 40 million people vaccinated. Are you guys getting that vaccine out there in America? Are you going for the gusto? Are you rolling that sleeve up? Some people want to do this for peace of mind. You know, just to shit, can I go outside now? Can I, can I go to the bar? Can I, excuse me, like, are we going to have like yellow wristbands and like another blue wristband to show, hey, I got the I got the vowel and hey, I got VIP too? Or like, I can go to the bar now because I got the yellow wristband and I can like if you get like if you get like a double pink wristband, does that mean you got like the the COVID vaccine and the flu shot? Can you fuck anybody with a with a blue with a blue wristband? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, what are the requirements for the vaccine shot? Like, what can you what can you can't do? That's what I want to know. Because usually I don't usually get the vaccine. I don't get I don't get no shots. I don't do that. I don't get the flu shot. Full disclosure. I just drink a lot of turmeric and lemon juice. That's what I do. So I want to know what the cans that can't do of the, of, the, of the shot. Once you get the shot, what can I do? Can I walk into a Macy's, grab a sweater with no mask? Can I walk up to a little kid and lick his face? Don't answer that. And don't answer this. Emos the Witness to Phil Show Episode 5, What the Fuck I Look Like. It's rhetorical. Because I'm tired of hearing, hearing about the bullshit on the news and media. I'm tired of sitting at my table, on the kitchen table, and I'm like, hey fuck I look like I'm not stupid what are you trying what are you trying to tell me I'm tired of flipping the channel hearing BS so hit that like button hit that subscribe button so we can all sort through it together <clears throat> let's get a little bit of election update well you know what I got a few I got a few more little ads, add-ons about the uh, COVID so like I said the vaccine should reach the public by early spring um, we got a new at-home test that's 30 bucks you can get that. You can go home and test yourself now on, on the COVID. With therapeutics and things, a lot of things are coming out. So we should be optim- optimistic, right? This, we're turning the corner. Is this going to be a dark winter or not? Should I be scared or should I be happy? Shit, I don't know what to do. Do you know what to do? We're so twisted nowadays. I say we'd be optimistic. I say get the shot. I mean, I'm not getting the shot. I mean, shit, I but, I mean, don't you feel better that we know that something's out there, right? Moderna's on the way, too. Moderna, shout out to Moderna. I thought, ain't that the shit you put on your skin to kind of get rid of, like, like you know, stretch marks and shit? I thought that was what Moderna was. That cream, like, uh, never mind. But, uh, <clears throat> you know, like I said, I mean, but we're scared, right? We don't know what to do. We don't know what to think. We don't know what to get the shot. Because you know why? It's been the whole COVID issue has been politicized from the jump from January 1st, 2020. 
I can have a whole show about that. And we will, because it's part of our whole breakdown of figuring out what the hell has happened the last five years. You know, some argue the president has done nothing. Some argue the president has bumbled it, fumbled it. Look at all the deaths they keep throwing in our face. We're at 300,000 right now. By what they say, about two, 2,500 a day, this day going forward until whenever, on parallel with some old 9-11. You know, it's so confusing, because then I saw a stat that showed that 2.5 million people on average die in America every year, and currently that's what the number is today. So where's the increase in deaths? Like I said, I don't want to spew too much, not nonsense, but too much stats, because I want to have the articles in front of you and the facts. But the point that I'm trying to make is there's been a lot of confusion, a lot of politicization of this topic. So we have a right to be confused. We have a right to be hesitant on taking a shot. You can't get mad at us if we if people are fighting back to, against these confused rules and mandates and why all the while trying to protect our freedoms and our civil liberties. Some people fear when Biden finally gets inaugurated, he's gonna say what? Mandatory. You know, I know that word, huh? We hate that word. Mandatory. Mandatory shots? Man. Let's let's spit up that dark winter, y'all. Let's let's see if we can make a better society going forward. Let's get into the election updates. So as you guys know, Supreme Court rejected a lawsuit from Texas. Trying to reject votes from the swing states of Ohio, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin to uh you know, challenge that election results for those swing states that we, you know, a lot of us feel, you know, a lot of corruption is happening across this whole country, but in those four states in particular, a lot of shit went down, right? <clears throat> and, I, and all the American people want is a fair review. And as I stated before, you know, I did have a dog in this fight, but going forward, it's not about that. If you give the American people a fair review of the election and you look up and you say Joe Biden is still the president-elect, hey, I'm happy with that. But if you continue to dismiss cases based on merit, based on semantics, based on not filing on time, based on this and that. And of course, the Supreme Court ruled that the state of Texas had, did not provide sufficient reasoning to challenge the results of those, those four swing states. And like basically say, who the hell are you, Texas? And tell us, tell us why. And when the fact of the matter is that you have a lot of outcry, a lot of affidavits, a lot of people all across the country making claims about these results and they they at least deserve a fair review a full review by the judge a judge now the window is um closing on president trump i mean he has a few um constitution well currently he's going through a constitutional uh path to to, re to remedy the results of the election so it may not be Timely, or we're not maybe closing on his on his chances to actually win the election, overturn the results. And as, I'm sorry, excuse me, guys. I got a lot of acid reflux going on here. But as you know, again, you know the electoral college voted to affirm Joe Biden as president, so the ship is pretty much sailed. But at the same time, there's still a lot of court cases pending. There's a lot of citizen lawsuits, and Trump and of course his personal lawyer Rudy Giuliani have decided not to give up. They're going to keep fighting. And the reason why they're doing this is not only to seek an overturn of the results, but also to make sure you document in history what happened on this day, you know? And that's why I'm here. You gotta document and record exactly what happened on these, uh, you know, this year. This election season, a lot of cheating went down. And it's already been exposed. We have various articles showing that we have various various lawsuits and, and evidence to, to support those things. And what so what President Trump is doing right now is going down to back down to the district courts to try to get a ruling from some brave soul judge out there. We're looking waiting for that judge. Who could be that judge that gets that book written about him in the future, huh? Who could be that judge is gonna step out and say, I'll take the case, damn it. I'll take the case, damn it. We're waiting on that. We don't know when it's going to happen, but we know that at some point, some judge has to take these cases. They can't go unanswered. And maybe after the inauguration and maybe before. But the point of the matter is it has to be addressed. And that's why we that's all we want. So uh, that's kind of what's going on with the election. Um, as you know, Mitch McConnell, he congratulated Joe Biden and Kamala Harris officially. The official vote total is 306 to 232 in favor of Biden. Biden talks about <clears throat> saying it's time to turn the page. And um, 
So what would be the ramifications of that? We move on if there were Biden of a Biden presidency. What are what are the cards that the that the Republicans have left to play going forward? A lot of that hinges on a lot of things. A lot of that hinges on the the Senate majority race coming up in Georgia, the runoff races. Ooh, that's that's the that's a big race. That's a very big race because that that controls that can, that changes a lot of things, right? Because if the Democrats win both of those races, then they control the House, the Senate, and the presidency. So the Republicans have to win one of those races. Okay. Let's see what's going on in that Senate runoff race, real quick. It, um, Malik, I sent you a link uh, recently to your to the chat. Can you put that look? We'll see the recent poll showing what the current runoff results are. Um, I think that might be in the chat. Yeah, the very last link. Yeah, that was going to pull that up. You know, the, as you know, early voters started in Georgia for this run, these two runoff races, and um, they be you know the elections on January fifth. Now you see, as of December fifteenth, we have Austin up 48.2% to Purdue, who is down 47.9% in um, early voting. John Ossoff is a Democrat, of course, winning in the race. In the Georgia Special Senate election, we have Senator Kelly Loeffler against Democrat Raphael Warnock. And we see currently that Warnock is winning 48.4% to Loeffler's 47.4%. Ooh, but here we go, December 15th, 16th here. We got another couple, of weeks, three weeks or so. Ooh, right now we got Democrats leading. It's not looking pretty good at all for Republicans. But it's early voting. We know Democrats are, are supposedly known for early voting, even though that Trump was leading in early voting in the elections in all these swing states. But for some reason, I showed you guys that in episode two, I believe. But for some reason, um, he's still lost. It's amazing how all these House seats can be won by Republicans, how all these state legislatures can be won by Republicans. How, how, how Democrats can lose seats. But all the while, President Trump loses. That's very that's very strange. And we have all these irregularities that can be investigated. Or we have these scared judges that don't want to review the cases, even the Supreme Court. Where are we at in America? Where's our photo integrity at? Where's our constitutional values? Where, where the hell is... We know... I, this is a question I got. Where in the hell is... The great, 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 great grandson of like William McKinley or like Thomas Jefferson. Like, where's like, where's like Thurston Roosevelt? Where are them cats at? Like, where's like, like, where's like Jabroni Lincoln? Like, won't they come out and like check everybody? Like, why don't they walk through the halls of Congress like, yo, what the fuck y'all doing to the country? Like, where's Susan B. Anthony's like little sister have, you know, like, where are the real patriots that? You know what I'm saying? Like, shouldn't they come through and, like, stop this shit at some point? Like, all this childish behavior we've been seeing for four years? You know what I'm saying? Like, where is the... Let me think of it. Who's a stalwart up in the up in the, in the aisles of history of America? Like, where the hell is the... the great-great half-cousin of, like, James Madison? You mean tell me he ain't got the, off the lazy boy and said, hold on, man, I gotta... I gotta what, I get, you put me a flight, dear. I gotta go check some motherfuckers up in D.C. I don't know the hell. You know what I'm saying? Like, they should be up here. To, I mean, maybe they are. Maybe they just got different names. Maybe they just be like, we done, man. It's too much corruption. But I'm not done, y'all. I'm here. Emotional Witness, Phil Show, F-I-L-L, Episode 5. Catch me on Wave 1 Media. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Like my page. <clears throat> I got a website coming soon. We have a lot of commentary, a lot of blogs on there, a lot of, a lot of political talk. Spewing my my daily opinion about what's going on in these current events. But what's most important, what we must do before that, is rewind back, take a day in history, a day in the life of every day of what transpired the last four years. And we're gonna cover this election as well. All the way to the end. Because strangely, you know, actually our eyes have been open. We've been actually, you know, if you if you really pay attention, and we're gonna and the, and the countdown will show you that the current administration, the Trump administration, has been has been warning about. They've been watching for this, these elections possibly happening, going this route, and he was right. They talked about the early vote and what, and what the dangers were. They talked about absentee ballots and what the difference between the two, and the Republicans trying to steal by using the COVID as a political tool. 
these riots in these, these streets. Four years of investigations, four years of obstruction. Teflon Don, this guy be the most vetted dude in history. We know everything about this guy. Shit, I, 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 what do we know about Biden? I know corruption. I only know what I, I only know what I read. I only know the facts. I, I'm, I'm witness, we're witnessing this shit together. You can't be mad at me that I have this opinion. You feed me this shit, and I'm interpreting this manner. You proved me wrong. All I can do is show you an article, pull it up, hey, boom, here we go. But see, I went off in tangents, I get off track, we talked about the story, the city runoff race, we got there. But I wanted to bring that up because I wanted to tell you, what are the ramifications for Republicans <clears throat> if the Democrats do win these, these two races? You have Joe Biden and his crew controlling the House, the Senate, and the presidency. After all you heard, after all you heard, the Hunter Biden, the corruption in Ukraine and China. I mean, he did something to some girl. They got <laughs> the sexual assault allegations. I mean, come on, man. The old, the, the old guard. Have you seen some of the people he wants to put in his cabinet? Man, you should be, you should be nervous. Nervous, but we gotta stop being naive, right? Okay, so Trump may be gone. He may come back in 2024. Hey, those who are support support Trump should get over it. Maybe. I think we should get over it. I think you should take a, you know, I think you should take a, a more mature approach as, as Republicans and most American citizens have done. Take a mature approach. Protest peacefully. Expose truth to power. Do the opposite of what Democrats have been doing. Don't burn down buildings and, and huff and puff for four years and kick, cry and kick and scream. We don't need that anymore in this country. We need maturity. Oh, see, I'm already preaching on my on my platform. And I'm sorry, y'all. I want to get you to hit the election updates. And uh, like I said, McConnell, he officially congratulated Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. They are now officially your presidential elect and vice presidential elect and, uh, of the United States, your current leaders. Republicans, what they got to do, man, like I said, I say take the high road and speak truth to power. And you got to say, hey, boom, open up investigations out the gate. Impeachment, we got to do it. Not a spite, not, 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 not to get back. But because there's real facts out there, this motherfucker need to be impeached. Have you not Have you not seen the email trails? By Hunter Biden wants keys. He wants, key, he wants keys to the office. He wants that, he wants, he wants to continue what he, what he started. Bring that influence into the White House, getting that paper. It's all out. It's all out there, but it's been suppressed, and that's why I'm here. Like my page, email to witness, hit that like button, subscribe, hit that bell for notifications. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Be on Parlor pretty soon. Got a Bob and Weed website coming soon, or you can come down and catch me down here on Wave One Media, right? Shout out to Malik. Shout out to my man Wyatt. We live, y'all. East Market Street. So yeah, let's continue. Let's get into the stimulus. Stimulus is also big news. You know, that's coming around the corner. We got. I think Friday is a is a big day. I think we we'll probably get a good answer on what's going on with the proposals going out regarding the stimulus. You know, I'm just I'm just kind of talking. But you know, Malik, pull up a uh, let's pull up that article that's from Fox News. McConnell and Pelosi both optimistic that a budget coronavirus deal or is near. I think that might be the third link. Yep, we'll go with that one. A little bit of that, <clears throat> that news, see what's going on there. Well, before I get into, let's get into a little bit of general, general information on that. Like I said, Joe Manchin, um, this past Sunday, he um stated that he's working on a bipartisan bill with uh, with Senate Republicans. Excuse me. You know what? I got a skit called Uncle Reggie that talks about why the fuck. I keep burping like this and have this acid reflux. And it stems from my childhood. One day I'm gonna bring it up to you guys, let you play that article. Or I mean, let you hear that video. That's good. But anyway, that's, just, that's a personal thing I'm trying to work through. You know, everybody gotta lose that, that daddy weight. But anyway, Joe Manchin, Senator Democrat Joe Manchin, um, over the weekend, Sunday said he's working on a proposal with Senate Republicans um, on a bill. That might get that they might get approval from the House leadership, uh, Pelosi. Finally, 
um, where they're gonna split the bill, stimulus bill into two parts, okay? One to take care and with the urgent need is unemployment benefits and school funding uh, for COVID and healthcare, healthcare facilities. The second part of the bill will be split up maybe it maybe be addressed at the recess um, will provide state and local government financial assistance and also provide liability protection for COVID businesses okay I'm trying to pass the first part of the bill before the holiday break um, like I said Speaker Pelosi appears to be on board thank you I mean I know you asked about to be at, be out of office pretty soon finally but thank you for finally being on board with something and of course, she's on board, and she's been quoted saying she's on board because Trump is on the way out there. Out there. So this whole COVID thing has been a political game for most Democrats, and we're getting to that. Like I said, the the COVID topic is something that deserves his, his own show, his own episode, because like I said, it's been heavily politicized, and I got hella examples to show that, and that gives you hella reasons to be worried about taking that shot, right? But we're getting to that in another episode. So. You know, I think the breakdown of this bill, I think it's about $300 per week for four months of unemployment. There's no stimulus checks. We have an April 1st extension of student loan forbearance. We have eviction protections for, for renters through January 31st. Um, $16 billion for vaccine distribution and testing. And I think $82 million for funding education, if I read that correctly. Um, Right now, Senator McConnell, Republican lead, <clears throat> is currently backing the uh, $916 billion bill that's going to be introduced by Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin. Um, that currently is offering $600 per uh, check per person, $1,200 for couples, $500 for dependents. Um, <clears throat> so we'll see what happens. We know um, that's the uh, President Trump actually wants a larger bill that includes uh, more stimulus money than the previously been awarded to. Uh, we went eight months. We'll, we'll see what happens. Um, Senator Hawley and Bernie Sanders actually are wanting to do a standalone bill or a separate bill that does provide stimulus checks to the people. And they say it's imperative and if they can't get attached to one to the funding bill or the current COVID bill, they'll seek a separate bill, but they'd like to see it attached, but they're going to keep harping on that. So we'll, we'll see what's going to happen between now and Friday, end of the year. But it looks like they're trying to pass at least a section of the stimulus package by the end of the year and then continue on with the second half um, after recess. So we'll, we're at Amos to Witness. We'll keep you posted on that as well. So let's read that little article. Let's get, let's get some actual article reading on that. So Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell voiced optimism for deals in both the general spending and the coronavirus stimulus Tuesday night after he and other congressional leaders ended their talks for the evening. Lawmakers face a Friday deadline of passing a spending plan to avoid a government shutdown and are also seeking an accord to provide aid, both to small businesses, hammered by coronavirus-related disruptions, and to millions of Americans who have lost their jobs during the pandemic. Now, McConnell told reporters on Capitol Hill that Republicans were getting closer and closer to an agreement with top Democrats Pelosi and Schumer. We're making significant progress, and I'm optimistic that we're going to be able to complete an understanding sometime soon. Another as a 10 p.m. Um, Tuesday night, it looks like. So, they're, they're hard at work. We'll see what happens. Monkey. We'll see what happens. So, let's move on from that and uh, think of some more news. So, yeah, we heard about William Barr resigning for CNN. William Barr, there's been a William Barr resignation. Let's pull that article up and see what we got going on. Now, William Barr, you know, for me, man, he's a he's an odd character to me. I don't know. I mean, he's you know, he's uh, well, he's um very smart gentleman. I actually enjoyed watching him on the Senate confirmation hearings. I enjoyed him, um, you know, kind of speaking again. You know, you know, a lot of these a lot of these Democrats when they you know on Capitol Hill when they're doing these Senate hearings, they're they're, they're seeking to embarrass you know the witness or whoever's up there being being summoned. In order, you know, hit, you know, get political points, get those those taglines and news news headlines, and get you know shown on sixty, on, on you know sixty minutes or something, or your local news for the day. So they want these they want these these moments when they. But you know, William Barr is very astute at where he answered his questions, and if you send a hearing, it's various topics, including election reform and investigating of the, of the presidency. He did a really good job in those hearings, but he just to me he just didn't do a good enough job in the investigations. 
you know we always want more but if you look at it, i mean i mean you just now telling us that you guys are investigating hunter Biden. you do that you guys tell us after the election well 33 percent of the people said they would have a different opinion on the election or voted differently if they knew about this investigation and all this all these all these claims of corruption but yeah, you don't tell us that you guys are in an 18-month investigation deep into it, and you don't tell nobody. The only person you you guys actually charged in the Russian investigation is Klein Smith, who of course fabricated emails to uh, make it appear as Trump's work with the Russians. But that that doesn't get a lot of a lot of highlight, does it? it? Doesn't get a lot exposed to the media. You don't hear much about that. You know, I mean, you know, it just not only that, he cut down to a lesser charge. They let him up. They let him cut down to a lesser of the other of the criminal criminal platform of those charges. Criminal platform for those charges. Excuse me. So you know, it's like a, it's a it's it's a dirty game. You gotta wade through. The, you gotta we gotta weed through it all and find out who the, who the, who's good, who's bad. You know, who who are the cast of characters that are on your side? Who's percolating? Uh, who's speculating? Right. And we go dig into all that right now. Looks like William Barr is. He's out the door. We have Mr. Jeff Rosen stepping into the spotlight. Let's read this article and kind of see what, what who Mr. Rosen's all about. <clears throat> Jeffrey Rosen, set to take over as acting attorney general next week, is an unknown quantity in the Trump White House politics, even after serving more than a year as the number two to William Barr, the especially vocal and controversial public face of the Justice Department. Now, with Barr's December 23rd departure nearing, Rosen will lead the Justice Department for President Donald Trump's final month in office. Putting the former corporate lawyer in the middle of what may be a political dust storm created by a lame duck president who still refuses to concede and has made clear he wants his opponents persecuted or even jailed. Now, see, that's now, now you can have you want to take it, right? I mean, he's been persecuting and, and, and investigating, you know, you know, the, the investigators of the Russian case for the last four years, but he hasn't really made much headway because there's been a lot of obstruction involved. So it's not really about a lame duck president trying to settle some scores. This is actually true justice that's been going on for the last four years. That's trying to be supplanted and stopped by the incoming administration. And luckily, Special Prosecutor Durham has, Durham has for a four-year tenure on this investigation. Hopefully, it won't get it won't get squashed down. But you know, American people are looking for truth. We're looking for look for history to be documented on what happened in 2020 and what happened in the last four years regarding investigations. So we're going to see a lot of, we're going to see a, a Biden presidency trampled with investigation and inquiry that's warranted. So you're not going to see much get done these four years, I don't think, as if the Senate majority race turns out to be in Democrats' favor, then they're going to run rampant over this country. But if they don't, and again, you only need one Republican to win that race, you're gonna see pretty much stagnation in the in, in the aisles of Congress for the next four years. And that's good. To me, that's a good thing. So I, I, like I said, I don't think we should have somebody who, you know, I, I, you know, honestly, what you're gonna see is you, you, this Biden needs to be investigated for four years. I mean, it just it's necessary because it's it's there's too much evidence out there. We almost see the hey man. We don't need you corrupting any further until we look into your to your all your shit. Now you may be president for now. But we need to make sure that we we check you all the way out. So there's a lot of investigation going on for Mr. O. Cadaver, Botox, Botox Biden, the walking cadaver. Because right behind him is uh, Miss Kamala Harris. But like I said, I mean, once he's, once he's, like I said, I mean, Trump has a has a, a slim chance. We got, we're gonna see what's happening with these electoral results, and we'll see what happens on the, in the halls of Congress. But it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be in the fun next next few months. We're going to see what happens going into next year regarding the election. So we'll keep you posted on that here at the uh, Emotional Witness Show, the Phil Show, F-I-L, Fuck I Look Like. Episode 5, we're here live every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 10 to 11 a.m. <clears throat> Way 1 Media. Come down and get you a show, y'all. Like my page, hit that subscribe button on YouTube, Twister. Twister. Yeah, he flows. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Parlor. Catch me all out there, you guys. So, let's get an update on Eric Swalwell and, and Fang Fang. You know what's going on with Swalwell and Fang Fang? If you don't know about Swalwell and Fang Fang, oh, this is Democratic Eric Swalwell, who 
who uh, obviously got caught up with a Chinese spy called Fang Fang. Told you about that last week. One of our future leaders here in America on the Democratic side. Yeah, I, I, I want to bring up a cast, these casted characters over time, so I want you guys to put a name to a face, and I want you guys to see what the hell we looking at in regards to our future leadership. So you can accordingly start detailing, reviewing, look at things more in a deeper context. Only these guys just up, sit up here and talk to you every day. And you don't know who the, who the hell they are, what their purpose and what their meaning is. So let's get into this. GOP leaders demand Nancy Pelosi remove Democrat Eric Swalwell from his intelligence committee, intelligence committee over his friendship, quote unquote, with Fang Fang. I love that word. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to give me a dog and call him Fang Fang. So these bullet points, House Republicans on Tuesday sent a letter to Nancy Pelosi blasting Eric Swalwell. Said his position on Intel Committee posed an unacceptable national security risk. Swalwell was revealed to be close to Chinese spy Fang Fang from 2012 to 2015. He refused to say whether they had an intimate relationship, saying it's classified. I'm just getting juicy. Huh? I told you politics is a dirty game, but also it could be a sexy game. It could be fun. I like it to Star Wars, man. Like, just a lot of deep. Anyway, let me get into it. I don't know how y'all don't like this over sports, but anyway. Pelosi has already said that she is not concerned about Swalwell's ties to Fang Fang. Am I not surprised by that? Fang Fang, y'all. Shout out to Eric Swalwell. He was a weirdo. Another weirdo, though, Andrew Cuomo. Let's check out Andrew Cuomo. What's he up to nowadays? Oh, Cuomo's. Man, and his brother are a trip, man. I know y'all see the BS. That's why you listen to my show, right? Because they all, they all have BS. Before I get to Eric, before I get into Cuomo, I'm going to take a short little interlude. Listen to my little instrument. I'll be right back. You must with it, y'all. I'm back. What was I? Oh, yeah. Dick face, Cuomo. So, yeah, like I was saying about Andrew Cuomo, y'all. We look at this article here. My man, did I call him, I'm sorry, I didn't call him Dick face. Ass face Cuomo. Keep getting my words mixed up. <clears throat> Currently is being charged with claim of sexual harassment. You know, I bring out this dirt because. No one else does, right? And I gotta be fair and impartial because I know that there's some Republicans that do some dirt too. And we will talk about those clowns as well. Like I said, I don't, I don't try to champion either side. I just try to give you guys the truth and uh, let's be witnesses together. Let's, let's figure out this world together. Let's sort it all out so we can make the right decisions going forward when it comes to these elections, state, local, and nationally. Okay? <sighs> Let's see here. Look like that was stating um, Andrew Cuomo here. Says, for the night, for Yahoo News, Karen Matthews, New York Associated Press, a former aide to New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, who is now running for Manhattan's borough president, accused him of sexual harassment in a series of tweets Sunday. 
saying he made inappropriate comments about her appearance. Lindsey Boylan tweeted that Democratic governors sexually harassed me for years. Many saw it and watched. I can never anticipate what to expect. Would I be grilled on my work, which was very good, or harassed about my looks? Or would it be both in the same conversation? This was the way for years, she continued. As for comment, Cuomo Press Secretary Caitlin Grenard, she said, here we go, girl, Caitlin, anyway, she said that there is simply no truth to these claims. Now, I don't want to dig into all that. That's just, you know, I mean, I don't want to dig into the actual topic of what's going on between these two, but I'm just trying to tell you, I'm just trying to show you that our politicians are human. They're not these... They're not these superheroes that they kind of portray to be in the media or how the media may pop these people up to be superior leaders and make you feel inferior. These people make mistakes or purposely take on actions that are just just ridiculous. I mean, you get a, you get a, you get you get a little insight in their character. You get a little insight into their character, their personality, what they're about. I mean, a lot of people can judge people and discern people based on their their, their comments and their their actions, you know, and their their quotes on on, on TV. We have articles like that, people making these claims, and then then you start seeing things like dropping off elderly at nursing homes that are full of COVID and killing off. Okay, I, you know, I gotta make sure I, I say these things correct because sometimes you get you get censored, right? But I mean, hey, there's articles out there saying he dropped off elderly that had COVID into nursing homes, and a lot of people, a lot of nursing people, a lot of elderly died that could have been that could have been living right now. There's lawsuits pending for that. You know, I mean, this dude has been a reckless leader of the state of New York for since I've been able to watch him. His brother just speaks recklessly on CNN. And now Joe Biden wants to nominate him for what? Attorney General, I believe. Look, this is the future of our country, man. This is where the leadership's going. This is where it's headed. Cuomo. You got, I just gave you the Swalwell. I gave you, I gave you a little bit of uh, Andrew Gilliam last week. I mean, these 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 are. I mean, come on, you got you got the you got the you got the the the, the gigantic chipmunk and Stacey Abrams down in Atlanta rigging elections. These are your former hall monitors in high school, y'all. These are the ones that were trip that were telling on you, they were telling on your ass with the with the blowhorn in the hallways if you was late. They're they're coming for payback. Don't you see the mask on my face? I hope y'all ready for this. Emo's a witness, y'all. Feel the show. Episode 5. Fuck I look like. Fuck I look like. We're going to close this out on a few more small little news notes, and then uh, I'll be back on, on Friday. Uh, Trump issues an executive order making Christmas Eve a federal holiday. Congratulations, federal employees. I'll get Christmas Eve off. Compliments of your president, Donald Trump. That's gotta be a special thing. That's a beautiful thing. Let's read a little bit of this article right here, you guys. Let's see what he's talking about. Get some days off. It's been a stressful year, y'all. Most federal employees will get a full day off with pay on December 24th under an order from President Trump that follows a tradition of presidents excusing employees for work on a day when Christmas. Let me read that over again. Excusing employees from, from work on that day when the Christmas Day federal holiday falls on a Friday. All executive departments and agencies of the federal government shall be closed and their employees excused from duty on Thursday, December 24, 2020, the day before Christmas Day, the order says. Like similar past orders, the directive gives agencies discretion to require, to require that certain offices remain open and that certain employees must work as regularly scheduled for reasons of national security, defense, or other public need. The past practice has been that those employees generally will be entitled to pay add-on called poly pay, which doubles their salary for the day. So that's a good thing. I'm glad that we uh, can not only give people Christmas Eve off, but also we can say Christmas multiple times in this beautiful article. I don't see any happy holidays. I don't see any Karens or any nervous Nancys checking, checking the fact checker or fact checkers checking me. We're not saying happy holidays. So Merry Christmas, y'all. That's some good news for y'all. And we need that news, right? Because the next article that I came across from Business Insider, woo, 27% of teachers are thinking about quitting due to the pandemic. Let's get into this. You know, like I said, vaccines is here. Help is on the way. Depends on, how, on what you believe and how you want to take it. But I think we should be optimistic, y'all. 
I mean, it's just tough. And then you, you turn you turn your neck this way, they cancel sport games, sports. You turn your neck this way, we got a vaccine, we got operation, war, operational warp speed. Things coming around the corner in massive record timing. But yet, you know, we got 300,000 deaths, even though they told about 2 million will happen back in January of 2020. I think we, got, we have to be, we have to like, we, we keep things in perspective. You know, we, we've, we've had, we accomplished a lot in 2020. This president has accomplished a lot in his four years, despite the investigations. But we can't talk about that, right? Let's keep it going. So, yeah, like I said, this article is talking about, you know, just pretty much teacher stress, right? Monkey. Teachers are working longer, facing even more financial strain, and considering leaving their jobs as the pandemic pushes educators to the brink. Man, let's get into this. Just the bullets. Just the bullet points. I don't want to bore you. Teachers have long faced financial hardships associated with the profession. They are paid 20% less than career than careers with sm- similar degree requirements. The economic policy is found and have often have difficulty repaying student loans, according to Horace Mann. But since the outbreak of COVID-19 pandemic, life has gotten harder for the educators. 77% of teachers are working more this year than last year, according to a survey of thousands of, edu- thousands of educators. But money has been even tighter than usual, says the survey. The result, more than a quarter of teachers' surveys said they were considering quitting or taking a leave of absence, which would compound an existing shortage of teachers. So we got to save the teachers, y'all. I really think teachers should get paid like doctors, in my opinion. I think we should treat them, we should hold them in high regard. We should get all the politics out of college. We should speak up and, and, and promote more vocational training. There's a lot more innovative jobs out there that need to be promoted. promoted. Blue-collar jobs that pay high salaries. Alternative ways of learning. You know, this COVID brings about a lot of questions. It brings about a lot of topics that we need to dive into, man, and how we how we educate our, educate our children in the future. And this is another example of we need to do better. We need to do something different. And obviously, this COVID called us flat-footed. And those are probably only two real complaints or any kind of gripes that I have with this with this current administration regarding the, the handling of this pandemic would be the mixed message regarding the mask and us being caught flat-footed on virtual training and learning for educational for our kids for our educational purposes so we need to make sure we are prepared right you know and I think that we will get there and I just want to want to champion that if we did get this vaccine in record timing and we, get, we did get the PPE to these states in record time, despite the, the cupboards being bare by the Obama administration. But that's a lot to talk about. You know, I've been, I've been here going for a while now, and this is Emo's The Witness Show, The Phil Show, F-I-L-L, Episode 5, The Fuck I Look Like. Tune in, Wave 1 Media. Subscribe to my YouTube, hit that like button, hit that notification bar for live updates. Website's coming soon, emostthewitness.com. You'll see political blogs and commentary on there. I'm bringing you a lot of new, fresh perspective, new analysis that you guys don't really hear all the time. Fresh news and just, you, you'll see. It's going to get real tight. You know, it's episode five. I've never done it before. Never done this before. I'm going to bring you some sports talk. We're going to talk about a little bit of sports here and there. Just kind of dip in and kind of change up the mode every now and again. Try to lighten the mood. But I think for your time, I think you hang with me today and, and um, dig into the news with me. So uh, you guys have a great Wednesday. I'll see y'all Friday. I'm out.